Welcome to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. Prepare your heart for laughter and tears as we share the unpolished stories of the homeless and hurting, hope and transformation. Here is your host, director of the Union Gospel Mission, Pastor Tim Lane. You know, the Union Gospel Mission is a place of sanctuary. It's a place of hope. It's a place of restoration. It's a place where God is honored, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and the name of Jesus Christ is lifted up in everything that we do. We have that great big neon cross out on the front of the building, just like all the old rescue missions had, and it shines in the darkness to let us know that the light of the world is Jesus Christ. The cross was the answer to our sin, and and that when we come to Jesus Christ, when our hands are open and we're honest and we're seeking forgiveness, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter where you have come from. It doesn't matter what you have done. Christ stands there for you, the Redeemer of mankind. You know what? What an awesome sacrifice the world doesn't know. You know, the light of the world came in that little babe born in on Christmas morn. And, you know, I know, let's not go to the theological rights and wrongs, was it that date or not. But we, rep, we, we celebrate the birth of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And we celebrate that 33 years later, after a perfect life, after a sinless life, a righteous life, the only way that it could be so that he could pay the price for our sins because you would never have been able to do enough good to overcome the evil that we did, to overcome the sin. You couldn't have paid your sin debt. You are saved by grace through faith, and how? Not even of yourself. Even that's the gift of God. So this is the first year, or first year, (laughs) this is the first show of the first of of the year, and I know that a lot of us celebrated uh, New Year's Eve and we thought, ah, you know what, we're going to celebrate the new year. And for a lot of us, it wasn't a matter of celebrating the new year. It was getting rid of the old year. And 2020 was a, a hard, a very difficult year for almost everybody. I don't know anybody that just sailed through 2020 and had no problems. The radio station here had problems. They had uh, people that couldn't come in. It was shut down half the time. Not completely. We still had Steve in there working and and uh, different engineers and things. And then at the mission, you know, we had to curtail some of the things we did and modify other things we did and still wanted to get the gospel out. So we had to stop allowing the guests to come in and uh, and have a message every day. So what we did was we put a great big screen TV outside on the porch, and while we're still feeding them hot meals, we're giving them the gospel from some of the pastors in town who have sent me a thumb drive, a a little message so that we can loop the tape and have people out there if they need to talk. And we still have our recovery program open, and there's far less people on it right now. But that's because I believe that there's so many shelters open right now. A lot of people are still just staying in motels and stuff. If any of you out there knows anybody that needs help, we've got a nine-month recovery program, and it does not cost anything to the people who are coming on board. 
You send somebody over. We're not asking you to participate financially. The donors, you donors, the people that have been faithful to us, have been more than faithful through this time of COVID. And I don't know if I told you this exactly, but several of the mailing people and the, the or the people that we use for mailing and stuff, and everybody was abuzz about touting the COVID thing so that people knew we needed extra help. Well, I didn't allow us to do that. I didn't want our ads to reflect it because Christ is the one who rules that house. And you people who are his, you that are donors to our mission, you have always been so faithful, so kind, so generous to us. And no, this isn't a backhand appeal. I'm telling you truthfully, you guys have kept us going. We've been able not only to to, to survive, but to thrive through this and be able to do some of the things to improve the building that we, one, didn't have time and we're, we've got the money to do it. And so, yes, it's a thank you. But I also wanted to encourage you all because some of you are out there and you're seriously suffering. You're depressed because it looks like the whole world is coming apart, doesn't it? I mean, we look out, the politics are going crazy, the, uh, the, just every time we turn around, there's something else. We're locked up in our homes. We can't go out. We can't go to restaurants. We can't go to theaters. We can't do all these things. And so I'm not making a judgment call on that. I'm just telling you guys that I understand that this has been a very, very difficult year. And so I don't know that 20... 21 is going to be much of an improvement. Maybe, but I don't know for sure. But here's what I'm getting around to. We look and we want our nation healed. We want our state healed. We want our world healed. We want all those things. And truthfully, we can't have them healed until Jesus Christ rules. So, but here's the good news for you, my brothers and sisters in Christ, is you're not citizens of this world. You know, Jesus said, uh, he said, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would fight so that I should not be delivered into the hands of the Jews, but now my kingdom is not from here. Well, guess what, folks? We are citizens of a kingdom that the world can't see. We don't see it with our physical eyes, but we can sense it. We know that it's there. We know that the King of kings and the Lord of lords who is preparing even now for that day of the second coming, we know that he rules and reigns. And even though it may look like the world is out of control, he still rules and he still reigns and nothing slips by him. We have built our houses, unfortunately, so often on shifting sand. And I think we all know the parable in the Bible about the two builders, and the first builder came, and, and he, he built his, his house on the sand, and the wind came, and it blew, and the earth moved, and the water rose, and it washed the house away. The material was good. The foundation was rotten. And the other... The other builder built on solid rock, and that rock is the foundation, which is Jesus Christ. They used the same material. They, they built 
with good workmanship. They did all those things, but one was built on a faulty base, and the other one was built on a solid rock. And when the wind came, the, the waters rose, the earth shook, and did all those things. Guess what? The, the house stood, and it stood because of its foundation. So there's a couple things. One, I'd like to ask you, on what foundation are you building your life? And if you have built it on the rock, which is Christ Jesus, are you standing firm on it? Are you really believing that God is the deliverer? That it will, it doesn't, you know, when people say that, oh, you know, it'll work out in the end. What they mean is they hope that it'll somehow magically happen. And that's not what I'm saying to you. What I'm saying to you is that if you're in Christ Jesus, it will most certainly not, it most certainly will work out in the end. Not magically, not in our expectation, but even now the Father prepares rooms for us in his mansion. Isn't that amazing? You know, uh, Jesus said, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. Isn't that what we so often do? is we are storing up our treasures in a place we don't even belong. And I think I told you this analogy before that if you go out of town and you're going on vacation somewhere and you rent a hotel room, the first thing the next morning after you rent the hotel room, you don't go down to the furniture store and buy a bed, a couch, a TV, all the things that you want, because why? That hotel room doesn't happen to be your room. It's one you're renting, you're passing through, you're a traveler. Well, guess what? That's the whole idea of do not store up treasures on earth. Because you can put all the money you want in the bank account, you can build all the nice houses you want, you can prepare everything, and in a moment and in a time without the foundation, everything can be swept away. And if the foundation is Christ, and if your treasures are in heaven, what can happen? I mean, what does it say? It says, where moth and rust cannot destroy, and where thieves cannot break in and steal. So why would we spend all that time storing up our treasures here? And of course, when we've stored up our treasures here, and we see the Oh, just the, the horrible things that are going on around us, it fills us with dread and fear. Wars and rumors of wars and earthquakes and fires and terrorists and, and uh, rising taxes and lowering wages and unemployment are all terrifying things if our treasure is simply built here on earth. So we have an alternative. We can realize who we are in Christ. I am not a citizen of this world. I am a citizen of the kingdom of God. I did nothing to earn it, but Christ granted it to me. I did everything that I shouldn't have done as I grew up. I went where I shouldn't have gone. I did what I shouldn't have done and filled my heart with regrets and let and yet, God freed me from all those things. 
I knew when my wife went home to be with the Lord that she was going home to be with the Lord. I knew that the tears would would stop and that I would realize that that she was home free, safe. The MS no longer bothered her. Why? Because here she was infirmed. There she's free because here was not her home. She was governed by the physical laws here, but now she's only in Jesus' hands. And guess what, brothers and sisters? Come on, you are too. If you're in Christ Jesus, you may be infirmed by this world. You may be beaten and hated and and poor and everything, but you know what? God has you in his hand. You know, I always sign off the show with, and until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. I always sign off with that. And <clears throat> I believe it. I believe he holds me in the palm of his hand. I don't know why he does. I know I never did anything to deserve it. But, you know, Philippians 3 says that same thing. For our citizenship is in heaven. That's where we belong. From which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. So there's another, the second question. Are you truthfully waiting eagerly for our Savior, our Deliverer, our King, the King of Kings? Or is it just a story that you hear on Sunday? Is it just some wish that you hope that it's going to happen? Because it needs to be real in your heart to deliver you it needs to be real in your heart for you to stop feeling the angst of the day-to-day uh, tragedies in the world. Do I understand why good people suffer and bad people sometimes don't? No, I don't completely understand it. But I do know this, that the one I serve does. I know he is kind, he is good, he is just, he's righteous And nothing that he does in any way changes or alters that opinion for me. There is no, you know, the Bible says in the end times, there will be sent such a great delusion as to fool even the saints were that possible. And I love that last phrase, if that were possible. It doesn't matter what what happens. If, if, uh, If the devil himself came down and said, well, it's all a lie. If he sent aliens from outer space and said, no, 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 there is no Jesus Christ, I would be totally unconvinced because I know the Lord we serve. And I know that anything that doesn't represent the Lord Jesus Christ is false. It falls into the same thing as the idols that men used to worship. They had eyes, but they couldn't see. They had ears, but they couldn't hear. They had mouths, but they couldn't speak. They couldn't walk, and they couldn't love, and they couldn't deliver. But this, the God we do, we serve, he exists. And you have to believe he exists. And he delivers. And you have to believe he delivers. And you have to understand that, no, you were never good enough for the kingdom of heaven, but he made you good enough for the kingdom of heaven. And that it's his righteousness that the Father sees. And what's it say on 21? It says, 
who will transform our lowly bodies that it may be conformed to his glorious body. Look, are, are, you, are you suffering? Your heart is not good. Your, your lungs aren't good. You've been sick. You got a lot of pain. You got arthritis. You've got whatever the case is. Jesus is preparing to transform our bodies to be like his glorious body according to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. Wow. There is nothing outside the realm that Jesus Christ can do. There is nothing outside of that. So 2021 is coming in, and we're, our hearts are often filled with trepidation. And you know what? I've lost a lot this last year myself. But you know, I know that I know that I know that God is God. And I know that no matter what happens in this earthly or to this earthly temple of mine or to the possessions I have, that Christ is with me, delivering me. And you know what? It fills me with the greatest of joys. Is it Lonely sometimes. Yeah, it's a little lonely, but I have the Holy Spirit who dwells within me who has said, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. And he didn't say that just to me. He said that to each of you who are in Christ Jesus. I will never leave you. I'll never forsake you. And don't tremble when the lion roars. Don't be frightened when the thunder claps and when armies march and when people abuse you. God is still God, and he is the God of deliverance. The mission is doing well. The people at the mission have held in there through sickness. You know, uh, we have, we have uh, one of our guys is, is out with COVID right now, Eric, and, and the men miss him, and we miss him. But he's hanging in there, and he'll be back. And we have other people that every day are at that mission that are hanging in there, that are loving God and trusting God. And so we're going to get through this thing, and we're going to get through it together. But we're not going to get through it because we have such great fortitude. We're going to get through this thing because we're God's people. He said, I will make a people who are not a people to be a people, my people. How sweet is that? They can close down everything in the world, but they can't close down your heart to the reception of Jesus Christ. They could take away every Bible there is in the world, but it won't stop the voice that is beating in our hearts that he is Lord and that he is the King of kings, the Lord of lords. Yeah, I know. I said it several times because he is my Savior. He is my God. And he loves me. How awesome is that to be loved by the creator of the universe? Do you know that you're loved by the creator of the universe if you're in Christ? Do you know that? Are you secure in your salvation or do you depend your or does your salvation depend daily 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 am I walking 
here or am I walking there? Every transgression you make, does it make you think that you're no longer in the in Christ's hands? Because that's not true either. He said that none the Father has given me will I in any ways lose. And so you have the security to know that Christ is with you. There are churches all over this country who are preaching the word. Some of them are doing it virtually. Some are opening their doors. And the word of God will never be subdued. It will never be throttled. It will never be, be uh, destroyed in, its, in its, its foundations. Even the underground churches in some of the worst countries are, are thriving. You know, there are churches underground in China, in the Sudan, in all kinds of places. There's the church Reson, uh, with, the, with the resonant sound of, of praise and honor and glory. So here's a couple of things I think that you could do if you wanted to help yourself Feel a little closer to God. Find a quiet place. A prayer room is what they usually call it, but any place, a prayer closet, just somewhere alone. Get down on your knees and lift up your voice to heaven and start with glorifying God. The Lord loves to hear the praise of his saints to him. Glorify God. Spend some time just reveling in him, in praising him, glorifying him, speaking to him, and then lift up those around you that are in desperate need of salvation or help in some way and just keep praying for those things and find some of those people that are enemies to you and and pray for them with fervent prayer. And then Take some time to be still and know that he is God. Be still and and listen to what he says to your heart. Be still and quiet and remember that as the world spins seemingly out of control, when you are before the throne of God, it's never out of control. As the Seraphim fly around the throne of God singing, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Let your heart hear that, that music and let your lips pronounce the glory of God in everything that you do and everything that he does with you. This night will end, and if it, if it continues this way, the kingdom of God will still march forward ever closer to the day that Jesus calls us home. I want to encourage you because I pray for you guys. You you may not know it, but every day we meet at the mission and we pray. And so I know you're hurting. And I know I can't convince you, but I care. And we pray. And I know that we are a people. We are a royal priesthood, all of us who believe. We are as much kin 
as anyone ever has been. And so, my dearest friends, until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of His hand. You've been listening to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. If your heart's been touched and you want to know more about the work of the mission, log on to UGMSAC.com, UGMSAC.com. To donate clothing, food, time, or financial help, call 916-447-3268, 916-447-3268. Thank you so much for listening. Join us again next week at the same time for Voices from the Street.